right, welcome back, weebs. It is Wasteland and Anime Pod. You are joined, or well, I mean, we're the hosts. This is Dom and Nathaniel. We're here all the time. You guys are joining Indeed. us. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. are stepping into our domain. We're here to bring you uh, the hottest hot takes, the latest uh, whatever else we have on a, a number of things. I mean, there's not much going on in the world of anime right now, so we're going to be scraping the Wasteland barrel. We got a yeah. second half of season two of Fruits Basket. We have the first three episodes of Spy Family. Is that how it's uh, referred to, or is it Spy X Family? Mm. Or is this a whole uh, Hunter X, Hunter, Hunter, Hunter deal? Like, what's up? Yeah, I think most people I hear out there refer to it as just Spy Family. Mm. Um, like, anyone I hear say Hunter X, Hunter, I, I'm like... You cringe. Yeah, it's, it's a little cringeworthy. So, at like... If there's look, I'm just gonna we're gonna be definitive here on Wasteland, and spy I'm gonna family. and I'm gonna say it's definitely Spy Family. And just to go a step further, any anime or manga out there with an X in the title, don't you dare pronounce it. Mm. It's there as decoration. Okay. All right. The gauntlet has been thrown down. So yeah, Spy Family first three episodes, and I mean the fans they've been begging for us to talk about this movie for I feel like months. Oh yeah, our inbox our inbox has been flooded. We actually crashed. We we crashed Google's North American servers because we were just getting too many emails. Uh, Elon Musk pulled out of his Twitter deal because he heard that we hadn't reviewed uh, My Hero Academia's (laughs) uh, World Heroes Mission, the third movie in the My Hero trilogy. Um, I hear I hear it's getting a Criterion Collection release. Oh, Steelbox, Criterion, all that shit. Um, A24, they're going to release their own take on it, so it's it's going to be wild. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's let's rip the bandaid off now. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, My hero, world's mission. That's I, I finished watching it today. Same here. So here, I'm going to say something that okay. might be a little controversial. Okay. All right. I'm just, prepare yourself. Mm-hmm. I liked it. And I felt like it should have been woven in to the greater story of my hero. Like it's, mm. it's not canon. It's the standalone thing, but it references stuff from season four of my hero, like several times. And I felt like it did a great service to the characters in this movie. Not like the second one where they had that fucking, um, thing where uh deku shared um one for all with uh bakugo and then it wiped his memory by the end of it and it was as if it never even happened like he had amnesia or bakugo had amnesia about it or whatever this was different all the heroes they were working together to like stop this evil villain flecturn who wanted to um basically genocide all people with quirks like make I don't know if he wanted to kill all people with quirks or just make their powers inert or what, but uh, yeah. So yeah, that's I liked it. Uh, I'm I'm guessing you didn't, so I want to hear <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I I, did, I certainly didn't love it, but oh, I'm not saying I, I loved it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna like fight you on it for thinking it was somewhat enjoyable i just it's just i've reached 
a point uh. with these fucking movies where I I just I don't know. My I, I do feel like okay, the second movie, all these movies, these especially these my hero anime movies they're just a blur in my mind like at once once it finishes it's uh-huh. just this it's already this like hazy memory so you're capping you're you're caping pretty hard for the first one my friend you were you're on your soapbox telling right. me how good it was well, that's true and that for one i mean yeah so that was definitely a different time i that oh. was like back when I was actually hyped about the series, you know, like okay, it, it was point. like that was like I think the first one came out somewhere in like the season one, season two kind of like mm. era. And we kind of talked about this phenomenon when we reviewed uh, the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie and how we went to see that in the theater and it was sure. just there was no one in there yeah. so yeah. so we didn't at least have the added benefit of like the crowd experience and that first my hero movie i saw was like the full-on crowd experience so i'm sure if you like there's no i i would never sit down to watch that first my hero movie now and yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure i would get nothing out of it if i did oh yeah yeah but, you're probably right but yeah the second movie just based again on my very hazy memory I think this was more tolerable to me than the second one. Like the second one, I I, I can't. I, I think yeah. I think it was worse. I think it was worse. Oh, um, I I I agree with you on that. Definitely. So it was like I mean that's the, the so okay. I didn't really. I definitely didn't love it. I wouldn't even really say I liked it, but I will say that it just and maybe this kind of lends to what you just said it felt like a more inoffensive series of episodes that could have Uh just aired. And I I think that this, if you want to look at it as a little mini arc, which obviously it is, but I think I would have gotten more enjoyment probably out of this than the fucking 18 episodes of the pipe fight (laughs) in season five. Fair enough. So I I think there, I, I do, I will say at the very least, I think there's a lot, there maybe not a lot more, but there is more here to just casually enjoy. I think than most of season five. I'll definitely agree with you on that because the way that they left things with season five, I was very underwhelmed, and yeah. I was trying my hardest to find like gold in season five. And it started out good with the heroes and their training um, against class was it two B or one B, whatever they are. Um, I enjoyed that because it it showed like the progression of their quirks. It showed how they're working as a team and like them being better heroes in their thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. And hold on, my cat is being a dick right now. Mm. Um, and now that we have this movie, it also showed uh, the heroes working with the the pro hero like it showed our our cast of young heroes working with the pro heroes that they were doing their internships with so that's what i mean when i say that like it sort of leaned on some of the history of like season four and even some of season five but it i mean it wasn't like it was fine it was just fine but yeah, I disliked the second movie so much after rewatching it that this movie is like leaps and bounds better mm. by comparison. Sort of like you were saying, because 
it's inoffensive. I think it structurally it's better and it's more cohesive than the second movie. And it actually has some stakes, or at least it would if they referenced anything after like if if this movie were to be canon, they could easily like work this into the greater story. With the second movie, it's a little harder since you had Bakugo receive that power and then he forgot yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean that sort of sucked. Yeah, I mean, we definitely talked about that a lot, and I really, we both really hated that. And I, yeah, even if the movie, I, I don't think the majority of that movie was for me memorable or enjoyable at all, but that was like just the sour cherry, yeah, on top of everything because it was like, yeah, why like, bother? Yeah, because at that point, it, it was just like that movie ended. And the fucking men in black could have shown up and just like yeah. phased everyone and been like, this never happened. But this movie at the very least feels like, okay, it, it happens. Uh, it's the, it did show more of like, I can't even, I can't even really remember what the main threat in the second one was, but in this one, at least it's like, there is this global kind of thing and it feels like it's touching on. We'll see. The, the main threat in the second one was basically all for one light. It was a guy who had, who could hold 10 quirks at a time. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. It was that guy or nine right. quirks. His name was nine or some shit. Um, and this at least, yeah, it, it's a threat to wipe out everyone with quirks. And I mean, that, that right there, it gives more uh, gravitas to the story. It makes you give a little bit more of a shit. Whereas with this guy nine, he was he was on one little island and it was up to uh, class one A to stop them or stop him. This is a global threat. Like you're saying, it's teams of heroes across the globe. And we're seeing not only our cast of characters, but we're also seeing the pro heroes jump into action, too. And just to my point, it would have been it would be nice if they did make this canon because there's no reason why it shouldn't be. Only that it's not a part of the manga, which is fine. But if you had the characters sort of reference um, things that happened in this movie later on down the line, I wouldn't be upset by it. I mean, I, I, I just think I saw a lot of growth with the characters and I saw a lot of character progression in the movie itself. And it was enjoyable for me. You know, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But it was fine. It, like you're saying, it's it's very unoffensive. It could have been uh, four or five episodes in season five, and I probably would have been more entertained by that than I was with mm -hmm. some of the shit they were doing with uh, the heroes training with <clears throat> Endeavor, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like this, like this could have been like the end. I mean, this would have been like a better like finale. Finale. Yeah, season five. But um yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It, it's just, it, I was just thinking so much about, uh, like, when watching this, kind of, it, it's it, it's just kind of like an extension of the conversation again that we were having, like, mm -hmm. when we're talking about the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie, and, like, not to rehash a lot of that, but, like, I don't fault the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie because, like we said, or like I was talking about on that podcast, was it's like, yeah, it kind of felt underwhelming as a film going experience. But for me, like it was just like that is canon. And it was just like these extra couple chapters that you just 
kind of are getting this information from and it's a nice little thing. But I just think when you make something into a movie, there's just all this extra like weight and implications yeah. that kind of like go into it. And I was just like, again, while I do mostly agree with you and that I think this was pretty inoffensive, I didn't, I definitely didn't hate it, but it was not something I was like super interested in as it was happening. But you know, it's like, it's yeah. With these, my hero movies there, none of them are Canon. So it's just like, it's just like, I can't, when I'm watching it, I like, I just can't shake that feeling of like, none of this matters. Yeah. Well, it's not only does none of this matter, but at the same time, it's, I know the only reason we're here, I'm here watching this is because it's a specific money-making venture. Right. Like, and this doesn't just happen with anime movies. It happens with all, all kinds of movies like, um, you know, like big, blockbuster movies where it's like none of this really matters it's just kind of like a casual film going experience and that's really what this is and i was just trying to think like i read my fair share of manga but like i don't know that this is like even possible with any other property well was specifically with manga like is there a cash grab manga like type of thing that i just don't think that really exists or at least not Mm. that I'm aware of, but unfortunately in the anime sphere, you can do this very specific thing where it's like, here's a property you love. Let's just do this thing that literally doesn't matter. It's not canon. So it's just like you're just showing up to watch this little arc that's just completely separated from everything else. And I don't know. I, I get that people like it, but yeah. Yeah. I, well, one thing I'm thinking is that, well, no, that wouldn't make much sense. I was going to say that maybe they released these movies over summer in between uh, seasons, specifically for mm. studios to get more time to crank out like the actual canon stuff that we're going to be getting from the manga. But I mean, then you have the same studios doing the movie. So it's probably, I don't know. I was thinking maybe that would buy them more time. But my other question was going to be, at any point, have you gone back to watch earlier seasons of My Hero? Because I've been doing that recently as like just something to put on in the background as I fall asleep um, or when I'm just like laying around and I want something, uh, you know, just on the background while I'm scrolling on my phone. And I will say that, I mean, maybe it's just nostalgia of like being in that mood and watching it for the first time, but it holds up. I feel like a lot of it is still pretty enjoyable, mm-hmm. like from the first couple, uh, seasons. Yeah. I mean, I definitely haven't gone back to it. It's probably not something I'm really going to revisit at least anytime mm-hmm. soon. But I mean, just speaking on my, like remembering back to that time when I first watched it, I mean, for one, I was a lot newer to anime. So right. I feel like there's a thing with a lot of people who are new to anime where you're like, everything's great, you know, that right, you, right, right. you kind of come across, but I definitely remember, you know, watching the, like the season, like season one and two, like with my ex, just kind of, cause that was what was available at the time and just kind of binging it. And we were like pretty into it and like pretty hyped about a lot of the things that were happening. Yeah. Um, and then there was just a point around, 
I remember there being a few interesting things I thought about season three, but pretty much after that, it just, I was like, I just could not care less hmm. for the most part about what's happening. But I, I do remember watching all season three and thinking it was okay, but definitely season four and certainly season five, it was just like, not, it just felt, I, I don't know what's different about it exactly, but I, I think, well, I think it's a lot of that stuff that we talked about when we were covering season five of just, for me, it just feels like we're entering, like someone hit like a stop time watch and just yeah. nothing is moving anywhere. It's just, you know, uh, I think like you said, didn't you say something like you've heard that there's like all these like deck or yeah, like isn't Deku supposed to get like all of these nine powers oh, yeah. and, he yeah, only, yeah. and he, he only just got one after like, a second one after like five seasons and it's just yeah, like yeah um yeah it's i don't know but some p i mean it's just i think uh a t a certain taste that some anime fans have for but I, I i have heard that i think my hero is supposed to be ending soon the manga what, the manga the oh, manga i believe that yeah i, I definitely believe I that. i think because i was gonna you know, say like, you know, people love One Piece because it just goes on forever. So maybe people kind of like were wanting there's certain anime fans who would want that from like a big superhero show like My Hero. But well, it, I've just seen rumblings like on YouTube and everything where people they review what's currently happening in the manga. And I mean, Deku is like. I'm not going to say he's a shadow of what he used to be, but he is like completely almost completely different like he he's taken a, a much harder stance on a lot of things and he's more um he's, he's got greater convictions there's a few characters who have died off or been killed off and yeah there's just a lot of hmm. shit that's going on so when you say like it's going to be ending soon i buy that because i mean given the state that the manga is in currently based on what i've seen on youtube i could only see them doing like a flash forward after this where Deku has either sacrificed himself at the very end. And now the world is a greater place or he has taken his true place as the number one hero or something like that. Like, yeah. I, do you know if there's supposed to be a time skip or I don't, um, I I'm trying to be as like vague as possible. When I look at these spoilers, I don't mm -hmm. want to know too much. Um, I've just heard about a few characters dying. I've just seen a few panels of the manga where mm -hmm. Deku, he's finally wearing that bunny head mask thing. Like he's finally got that on at like mm -hmm. all times. He's got a cape of sorts. So, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see <laughs> something like that. And yeah, I'd like to see some progression in the adaptive age. Yeah. It just feels like, man. I just don't know how we're supposed to get there when we're spending an entire season just jerking off and doing nothing. Like, yeah, laying around in those pipes. I know. Um, I know. Well, anyways, uh, I'm sure we'll get, you know, by the time we get to that point in the anime adaptation, there'll be another like four or five movies. Yeah, I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, um, so for you, you would say skip this movie. 
skip it if you're anything like me. Yeah. Mm. I, I think if you are like, uh, you love like getting hyped, like, you know, there were the, there was several moments like toward, towards the end of this movie where I could totally see a theater full of people being like losing their minds. Like when all the heroes start to like show up at the end and you all see them like in their different parts of the world doing their thing if you like just get hyped on that kind of shit then obviously this is probably for you but yeah i mean if you value like continuity and the and the canon of stories then i would say yeah these my hero movies are i you know i'll go as far to say a waste of time (laughs) fair enough uh I'm not going that hard in the paint for that. Uh, the second movie, definitely a waste of time. It was fun watching it the very first time. But towards the end, of course, that sour moment left me completely just disappointed. But this movie, because it leans on some of the continuity of season four and season five, I'm not saying skip it. What I will say is don't go in expecting for there to be any like I don't know, callbacks to the movie or anything like that. Just go in knowing that it's going to be a spectacle and let it be that. I mean, right. it's it's purely a popcorn movie. It's there for the big moments. And that's about it. It's there so you can see like Todoroki, Bakugo, and Deku do like crazy shit. But more than that, there's not much here. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely the anime equivalent of some dumb blockbuster movie that you just want to like kill some time with most definitely most definitely um off topic Mm -hmm. but there's a new season of barry starting tonight Mm. i you haven't watched it with your gf have you have you introduced her to barry i i'm gonna do this live on the air really quick hey um have you seen barry on hbo okay Apparently new season starting. I've already, I've seen the first two, but we could rewatch it. All right. We might, we, we might uh, rewatch first two seasons. Oh, so has she not seen it? No, she's not seen it. Ooh. Um, okay. But yeah, no. And, and that would be good for, cause I remember mostly what happened, but it's been quite a while mm-hmm. uh, between like uh, between these seasons. I, oh at, yeah. At least in my mind. So uh, I would definitely like, that like full refresher on it oh definitely all right cool yeah i just want to throw that out there because uh i've been waiting literal years for season three mm. and it's finally dropping today baby can't wow. wait yeah um cool yeah um so i did have some i don't know i don't know if there's anything else you've been checking out in the background but i have a few minor things uh no yeah i could touch on all right so um there's two two manga things that i can talk about one is like i don't have much to talk about but i think it's it might be interesting to bring up so it i believe is getting a it's one of one of the many mangas to be getting the uh mappa treatment Man, they can only take so much. What are we doing to them? I know. Well, let me just 
I'm almost positive this is true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it was... Oh, I guess there was a trailer for it. I, I didn't even see that. But um, so essentially, you know, obviously I talk, I've talked a lot on the podcast about Chainsaw Man. Um, mm -hmm. And you and I have both talked a lot about Jujutsu Kaisen, obviously. Um, but so there's kind of this like trio of series that people kind of refer to as like, like the new shonen kind of like. Okay. All right. The new shonen kind of like wave. Um, and people, you know, it, it's basically like Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw Man, and this series, Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. I'm going to yeah. look it up real quick. I mean, keep talking. So, I'm just looking it up on YouTube. So, yeah. And like Chainsaw Man, it is getting the uh, MAPPA treatment and will be getting an adaptation. And so I've known about it for like a long time, but I just... It, you know, it's it's not like the longest series, I don't think, uh, and I think it I think it ended, but I decided to finally give it a whirl, and I'm not very far, but I can say a few things about it. Um, okay, it it definitely has me intrigued. I don't know that I find it as instantly intriguing as as like Chainsaw Man, but I can see like why it's kind of talked about in the same breath as those two other shonen series but essentially it like takes place in um like a feudal japan but it's you know there's like a heightened reality to it you know there it's not just straightforward there's i'm not totally sure exactly what exists in this world but people have heightened abilities there's weird things going on um but essentially there's this uh like Shinobi, this young ninja uh -huh. who is kind of like um, this infamous kind of figure. He He's super deadly. I'm for, He's got like a nickname. I'm forgetting what it is now, but I still am not like totally set on everyone's names in the series. But basically the, the series starts with him being captured and he's essentially like narrating and saying that like he can't be killed and all he wants is to die. Um, and so the first chapter is kind of he's on trial and he's being interviewed by this woman and he's like explaining all these ways that they're trying to execute him and just none of it works. He's basically just unkillable. Um, and long story short, it kind of gets to this point where this woman interviewing him reveals herself to be this like revered or kind of like infamous assassin, like executioner, basically. And yeah. and he suddenly becomes terrified because he has this like gut feeling that she will actually be able to kill him. And he suddenly has this like will to live. Um, Isn't that always the case? Yeah, I suppose. So he suddenly finds this will to live because of, he realizes that he, he actually has this like, um, he's actually married to this woman and he realizes that it's like, it's his love for her and wanting to see her again. That's actually the reason that he's, you know, he's kind of like made himself unkillable, I guess. Uh, hmm. But essentially this one, this executioner woman is like, look, I can either execute you right now or there's this other option on the table. And then she goes on to explain that there's this like mythical realm 
that everyone thought was a myth um, and not real, but these explorers, these Japanese explorers actually found it and they keep sending like teams of boats and like people there to this like mythical island which is a separate realm and every time they get sent back they're like completely delusional and there's like flowers and stuff like Mm. like growing out of them okay yeah i'm seeing some of that in the trailer yeah so and, and it's just a huge mystery like the people who come back they're either dead mutilated or like are out of their minds and just have like these flowers growing out of them. So they have no idea what happens on this Island. So quick question. When is this supposed to drop? Because in the trailer, Uh, it doesn't give a release date. I think it was just kind of, I don't know if it was announced or the trailer just dropped recently, but yeah, I don't think there's, I haven't seen any sort of release date yet. Also where the fuck is chainsaw man? We saw the trailer for that years ago. (laughs) Uh, It's, I, I believe it's coming this year. It's either this summer yeah. or this fall. I, I mean, can't this year we're almost we're nearly six months through the year. Sure. Well, then within six months. Fuck off. Um, Fucking chainsaw man. But yeah. Uh, so essentially, just to finish off this little synopsis, uh, she basically says that I can either execute you now, or we have this like initiative that's being put forth where we're rounding up like the most dangerous people who are like already on death row and we're going to send them all uh, to this island because I forgot to mention this on this island, the thing that is supposed to be there that no one's found yet is like this elixir of life, basically this like immortality liquid, some sort of fountain of youth there. And so she's like, you know, if you want, we can send like, we'll send you to this island. Um, and if you succeed and come back, then I think we'll like you'll be granted immunity, basically. Um, but there'll be all these criminals will be escorted by these executioners. So like each one will have like this executioner as their like um what's the right word? Like uh they're there to like keep keep an eye on them basically. So this woman is his kind of like buddy or whatever. Mm. And so, and so they basically just get shipped to this like other realm and you know, that's kind of like more or less the setup to the story. But, um, so yeah, I mean, just knowing that the, uh, it, you know, it's going to get an adaptation by MAPPA, um, coming out TBD, uh, I wanted to just kind of get in on, get in on it and see what it was well, all just about. Just a heads up. We got yeah. the trailer for Chainsaw Man nine months ago mm-hmm. where they said dropping in 2022. <laughs> right. Those bitches. I trust nothing from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I, I guess to be safe, uh, no one, you know, no one out there should get hyped for this just because you don't even know if you'll be alive it, to see it. Yeah. It might be, uh, might be 20 to, it, this might come out this will probably come out after uh fucking attack on titan part season be season four part 3.5 huh. um okay so that's hell's paradise but more importantly the other thing that i read in its entirety wasn't very long but so speaking of chainsaw man um the creator of chainsaw man 
Tatsuki Fujimoto, you know, he changed like when the initial run of Chainsaw Man ended, it was basically like this was just part one. And so we're, we've all been awaiting part two. Part two is supposed to come out in the summer. And as we're all waiting uh, for that to release, uh, Tatsuki Fujimoto has been releasing. Well, he he released this. He released a one shot. I think he's been releasing what? Say that again. Uh, one shots. Okay. And so he released this one shot. I think it was last year called Look Back. And I don't think I talked about it on the show. I can't even remember now, but that was really good. It was just like this short story, basically, but in manga form, just, you know, a one shot. Um, it was kind of about these kids creating their own manga. Um, mm. And it, it was really good. Highly recommend it for anyone. But he just released his second one shot called Goodbye, Airy. Um, And this one really, really spoke to me in a lot of ways. I just finished it this morning. It was like 200 pages. But so while his last one shot was very much about manga, this one is all about like film and movies. Okay. Um, so, which obviously speaks to me just in that very base way, but you know, there, there's not a lot there's not really any manga that I've seen that really like covers film and like, cause this covers like the love of film and filmmaking and like kind of partially like what the purpose of like film can be in a way that I've, I've definitely never seen in any other manga, but essentially I'm trying to figure out like what I want to say about it. Cause I don't want to like talk about it too much in terms of like what happens but essentially the 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 story is there's this young middle school kid named Yuta and his parents get him buy him his first smartphone and his mom basically says like <clears throat> his mom's dying of cancer and she says we're getting you this smartphone and I want you to like document everything okay. that happens like document my life document your life but when my time comes, I want you to, f to film that. Like, I want you to be there and film your, your final moments with me. So you can like always have this collection of things. And so this kid, Utah starts filming everything and filming his mom, filming himself. And, and what's cool is the manga is pretty much entirely shot from the perspective of like his, oh, his camera camera. Okay. Um, and so he's basically filming everything and he starts to think after a certain amount of time, he's like, I have hours, like hundreds of hours of footage. Like I'm going to create like a film, like I'm going to make my own movie out of this. And, uh, he basically creates this movie of his life and his mother's life and her death. And right as it gets to like the final moments it like it's like we're seeing his like he's showing it at his school and like the school's all reacting to it and it has this like totally inappropriate ending which like 
I, I won't like get into what yeah. it is, but it has this like ridiculous ending. <sighs> and like basically everyone just shits all over him. He's like, what the fuck was that? Like, how could you do this? Uh, and he's just like, I, I don't know. I was just trying to make like an interesting movie. And like everyone hates him and he's like considering like suicide basically from like how much, you know, hate he's getting. Wow. And, and things continue and he basically somehow meets this young girl, another student named Ari. And she's like this huge cinephile and she's like, I actually really liked your movie. Um, but I think you, I think you could do better. Like you need to watch movies every single day, like as many as possible. I have all these movies and the two of them, most of the stories, like the two of them forming this kind of like, uh, this like bond, just watching movies together and talking about movies. And basically she's trying to get him to like make his next movie. And it starts to become this kind of like meta thing where He's going to make a new movie about him making the old movie, but about her coming into his life. And you, it starts to kind of like blur the lines of like which parts of the movie and like which parts are, you know, real life. And I don't want to say too much more beyond that, but, but it's like, it's, it, it covers something that I, you know, think about a lot with film where it's, it's a lot about kind of immortalizing things like through, you know, cause like with manga, you know, you're kind of just creating everything, like you're drawing everything, but with film is unique in that you're literally capturing these like immortalized moments in time that like actually happened. And it's about that a lot. And like, especially now, like, you know, it is very much about like, death and like having these like final moments with people and things. And like, you know, my grandma just died recently and like, I had like a final moment with her. And so I was like thinking about that a lot. Um, yeah. and like that mixed with, you know, the whole like film angle and everything. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, highly, highly, highly recommended. It was very, it was really emotional. Um, and, wow. it, and his last, his last, his last one shot was very emotional too. Like he, I, I think he's a really, I'm really impressed by him because Chainsaw Man is not just a bunch of wacky shit. Like there, there is like a very powerful emotional core to Chainsaw Man, but I think a lot of people see Chainsaw Man. And it's like, Oh, it's this wacky, you know, shonen thing. But these two one shots are a lot more, grounded and kind of like feel a lot more like yeah grounded and personal and kind of these like little emotional like short story things which i think is really interesting for him to be exploring things in that way like in between you know this like him coming back with this like highly anticipated follow-up um right. to chainsaw man but yeah anyways uh is there like is there any word of uh, any of the one shots being animated at all, or is it just straight uh, up? Manga? I, I, if there is, I haven't heard anything about that. I think that would okay. be super interesting and really cool if that happened. I don't know how often one shots get animated. Oh. I, I think sometimes maybe they do as like OVAs or whatever, but 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, could, I could see both of those being like maybe like three or four episodes. Maybe more than that. Or hmm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe like three three to four episodes each, maybe. But it'd be I think it'd be it'd work better as like one long thing, like a I don't know. I don't know if they're long enough to be movies. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard anything about them getting animated, but I I mean Goodbye Airy like just came out. And Got it. and and look back's been out for a little bit now, but yeah, as far as I know, they just exist as and will always exist as manga. But um, yeah, for anyone out there, they're they're on the Shonen Jump app. If anyone has that, nice. All right, so look back, Ari, and what was the other one? The first one's called Look Back, and the new one's called Goodbye, Ari. Goodbye, Ari, and Look Back. Okay, got yeah. it. And nice. um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Chainsaw Man, anime, sometime. <laughs> Maybe, who this knows? Year. Allegedly. I, I know the manga is coming back in the summer, so the manga returning is soon. The anime, I thought it was supposed to be the same time, but it, it might be this fall. Hmm. I wouldn't hold your breath. Anyone like out there waiting for Chainsaw Man, just, I don't know. Because I've been waiting. I've mm-hmm. heard nothing but great things. And I haven't seen a fucking frame yet, aside from the trailer. You know? I know. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're in the wasteland of anime right now. There's nothing really out there. So this now would have been the perfect time. Drop during the summer, you know? Get, yeah. get a good cult following. Get I mean, get all the buzz going. Yeah. And then everyone's like, Attack on Titan, who? <clears throat> Demon Slayer when like no one gives no one would give a shit now would be the time but. yeah I mean uh, I I really don't know at all what's going on in anime right now like I there is nothing going on we got spy family right now that's it that's true it's rough out here like I am so desperate for anime content I was I was dis- I was debating whether or not I was gonna give um fire force another try <laughs> Like only yeah. because I need something to bring to the table. Right. It's, there's nothing out there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's hard. Cause like, obviously every season there are like all these new shows that come out, but it's like, I can't, I'm not going to sift through just the endless fucking shows until I find something that might be okay. Like one week at a time. Like mm-hmm. I, I, but like those shows that like, so I, I wait for things to like bubble to the surface. Like I got to know what people are talking about, like what's worth it. And I'm, I, at least I'm not seeing or hearing. But even with anything. the things that are worth it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to strike your fancy. Oh yeah. Because no, of course. people talk endlessly about Fire Force and mm. I was over here falling asleep watching it. People mm. talk endlessly about Black Clover. You couldn't be bothered with it. So uh, that's, yeah. I mean, that's obviously very true. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's obviously like that for like any new series, but it's just like I don't know, mate. I feel like I'm pretty like tuned into like anime talk and things, but eh. like uh on the opposite side of things, like I and again, obviously I don't know if I'm going to like any of these series, but like in the manga world, there's like I feel like there's an endless slew of things of like mm. I, I got like t- 20 to 30 
titles in my head of people being like, this, this is the thing like, and new stuff too, not just like old classics, like so much that I can't even like, it, it takes me a while to like get around to everything. Sure. Uh, so I just feel like there's all this like interesting stuff happening there and in anime. Yeah. It's just kind of like the waiting game. I mean, the same can be said about comics. There are like, I have a laundry list of comics mm. right now that are killing it, but they're not going to be adapted ever, if at all. You know I mean? It's going to be mm. years before I ever see an adaptation of House of X or Powers of Ten, which I tried to get you to read, but it was too dense. I get it. It was over your mm. head. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, then you have like Saga, which just came back after like a two or three year hiatus and it hit the ground running and it's great, but that's something that's not going to see the light of day as far as an adaptation. But then you have shit like uh, Something is Killing the Children, which got a deal at Netflix, but Netflix is like on their way out. They're, they're shit in the bed hard. So who, who even knows if that's going to come to fruition? So yeah, yeah, I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat with you where I'm reading all this stuff and it's great. And I try to get other people to check it out, but they're like, Oh, is like what, if it's not an MCU thing, like if it's not something that's being adapted <laughs> uh, into a movie yeah. or into like a cartoon, like immediately, people have some hesitancy to it. Um, like the fact that uh, Moon Knight just dropped on uh, Disney Plus a couple weeks ago, like Moon Knight, I can't tell you how many times someone has tried to get me on to Moon Knight. And I'm just like, yeah, not for me. Now the show is dropped with Oscar Isaacs and still not for me. I'm watching it. It's in one mm -hmm. ear, out the other. Couldn't care less. Um, but Moon Knight's been around since like the 70s. He had a big push, I want to say like eight or nine years ago when Jeff Lemire was writing him and people were like raving about the book. But he only just got that run adapted into a show a month ago so there's like a nine-year waiting period for this type of stuff and even when it does get adapted it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to like gain any traction there's a lot of people who like it sure but it ain't for me so with all this manga that you're reading and people are telling you or saying that it's like the next big thing it's the hottest shit that may well be true for them but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna like strike anything within me you know so yeah I don't know. Yeah. It's taxing. Well, it's yeah. Taxing I mean, that's, what it is. that's the thing too, is like, uh, yeah. I mean, it's like with manga, it's like, okay, someone said, someone's like, he, this is like the next big thing. It's been great with manga. It takes so long for things to build up enough credibility to be like, yes, this is worth following. It takes at least a couple months or weeks to like get a sense of if something's going to be interesting to follow or not. And then once it really starts to catch on, then it becomes big in the manga world. Then it's like, okay, now we just play like the potentially years long waiting game of like what mm. studio wants this, where's the money for it? Like, however that process works, I don't really know. And then it's like, at some point it might come to the masses. And then by the time it gets to you, it's like it went through this years long process to get to you. And you're just like, yeah, it's not, not for me, but that, but that could, but that could happen with, yeah, right. with literally any series. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how long was 
How long was Spy Family out before you finally decided? Um, it's. I don't think it's actually been out for super long. I think it's. Um, let's see. It it has sixty sixty chapters, sixty some chapters. So, it's weekly. Now it's is that a, a chapter? It's a week in weekly show and jump, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it's. It, so it's been out for a little bit over a year. Yeah, does it release form. weekly? I don't know. Shonen Jump, I can't really, I don't really understand like their release schedules for certain shows. It might be monthly because right now it says next chapter coming in 21 days. So I don't know what that mm. means. There might be like, a, I don't know if that's a hiatus or if it is monthly. I could obviously just fucking look it up. But it, it's okay. a relatively well, new show. I, I think I kind of remember when it started. Um, Spy Family started. Uh, yeah, it, it started in March 2019. So it's it's pretty okay. new. So it's it's been out for almost three mm-hmm. years. Yeah, three years now. And mm-hmm. just got an anime adaptation, and I mean, well, you know what? Let's let's use that to to dive okay. right in. Let's talk Spy Family. How much of it have you read before? Because um, yeah, you had mentioned it I, on the show. I really haven't. I uh, I was like th- trying to like um a lot of times when when I'm starting new manga, it's like I think I'm like getting into a groove, and then something happens and it doesn't turn like I, I can't really like decide what's going to be like the the one new series that I'm going to like really go in hard on um so with spy family I got a little bit further I'm not too much farther than where it is now it didn't like it wasn't a series that I was like I need to binge everything instantly so I kind of like read a chunk and then put it down and I haven't yet gotten back to it to like continue it, but I'm not, I'm not super far. I'm not, I'm not much further than where episode three. Um, okay. Left off. So, uh, just to give our, uh, listeners a quick synopsis for spy family. If you're, of the few who haven't watched yet, because I mean, it's been trending Mm. on Twitter every weekend, uh, whenever it debuts. So you have this spy, a man, a man named, Mm. uh, codenamed Twilight, AKA, uh, Lloyd Forger. And he is a master of disguise, top spy in his country. He can infiltrate anywhere and get what he needs with Mm -hmm. little, no casualties. Um, he's been given uh, a new mission and that is to, um, create a family and enroll his child in a prestigious elite school to get close to someone else who whose child goes to that school because the only time that they can gain access to this person that they're trying to get is at school functions. So Lloyd Forger, who works alone for the most part, now has to get a child and a wife and get the child enrolled in this prestigious school. And that's sort of where we find our main character in episode mm-hmm. one. Uh, was there anything you wanted to throw I in mean, there? yeah, that's the basic setup for kind of like the world and for him. Because he's kind of 
yeah, set up sort of as the main character until the the rest of the right. titular family comes into play. Cause cause that because once his whole family yes. kind of comes in, that's what kind of sets the overall dynamic, I think. Yeah. Um so with episode one, I, I really mm-hmm. liked it. I enjoyed it. Um you have this guy, Twilight, aka Lloyd Forager. He's ripping off masks, doing like high key espionage type shit. And no one can catch him. He's fucking Teflon Don out here. He's smooth as butter. And then he has to like get a kid, get a wife, all the shit. And he's like, well, how do I do that? I work alone. I don't, I don't involve other people. It's best when I do this all by myself because I can trust me. I mean, these are like, these are unknown factors. And so I enjoyed the sort mm-hmm. of fish out of water story of him in episode one trying to adopt a child and get a child to sort of go along with what he's putting down. And I mean, as luck would have it, he found one mm. with to as left, you do, which yeah, and I he mean, didn't have he yeah, didn't have to sign any papers or anything. Um, it was just kind of like come in and grab a kid. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I am a child who was adopted and I can't say that it was that easy for my parents in the eighties, but this is a different time. I feel like it's the sixties or something. If you're a well-to-do man with blonde hair, you can come in and just say, I want that one. And they give it to you no matter what, no questions asked. And you may get pick of the litter and they may have, um, mind reading abilities. So Lloyd adopts this child named Anya and unbeknownst to him mm-hmm. she can read minds and i don't know how deep it goes like if it's just it's been presented so far that it's just surface level thoughts whatever the person is thinking in that moment she can hear i don't know if it's gonna um explore that any further as she gets older or like how deep her powers can go but in the moment it's just whatever the person she's closest to like by proximity is thinking so Lloyd Forger, he's got a inner monologue where he's talking about being a spy. He's talking about how he needs this child to infiltrate the school. And Anya then picks up on what's going on and she's all about it. Mm-hmm. She loves spies. She loves um, spy stories. There's some spy show that she watches all the time. So being adopted by Lloyd is like best case scenario. And at first he's not sure about her, but when whenever he thinks like oh i don't know about her she's doing this this and that she like changes her attitude on a dime and she starts doing whatever it is that she needs to do in order to win um lloyd's affection so it's a little odd because lloyd's like well how did she know to do that what what is she doing and anya she's like this very odd girl is there a is there an anime term for what anya uh, is um, like her attitude i don't really know but yeah, I mean, she she's basically like, you know, Lloyd initially thinks she's like this super gifted genius, but she's right. She in reality, she's more of just kind of like a. I mean, she's kind of like a little dum dum, right? I mean, she. 
Um, she's kind of, yeah, 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 an adorable little airhead. Um, but she just, yeah, like you said, because of this ability, she can kind of like get away with all this stuff because she knows what everyone's thinking. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if there, I, I'm not sure what term would be right for her if it even exists. Um, aesthetically, she looks a lot like Rini or Chibi from, um, Sailor Moon, uh, Serena's daughter, or what's her name in the actual, it's, uh, fuck, I can't remember, like, the Japanese name for Serena. I only remember the poorly dubbed, uh, Deke, uh, Sailor Moon episodes from the 90s, but, um, Rini is, uh, like a pink haired little shit stir. Like she's got more moxie than Anya, but Anya sort of aesthetically looks like her. She's got like this big pink plume of, uh, big pink plume, like hair. Uh, she's a tiny little thing. She's got the cutest little voice and she's adorable. She's fucking, mm. she's just like the cutest kid. And I thought we were going to get more like just Lloyd and her. I didn't, I, I had no idea. I I guess I forgot that Mm. he also needed a wife and the wife comes in, in episode two. And here's what I didn't like is that they didn't have the theme song in episode one, but they had the theme song in episode two. And that completely gave away who Mm -hmm. the wife was in, in so much as like what she was capable of, because I'm seeing the wife in the opening credits of episode two. And they're like, oh, cool. There's an assassin in the mix. And then we meet who the wife is going to be. And sure enough, within that episode, she's assassinating people. And I'm like, ah, oh, that would have been like a cool little um, like discovery to have because it was great to find out that um, Anya could read minds because I had no idea about that going in, going in. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. So it would have been fun to sort of meet this unassuming woman uh, named Yor. And she's sort of like meek and um, just not very outgoing, very introverted. And come to find out she's like this deadly assassin known as uh, the Thorn Princess mm, or Princess of Thorns. I think so, like, yeah. Is that her name? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, to, to address yeah, that specifically, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's fair enough. I, I mean, for me, like on the manga side, I obviously didn't have like a opening that was going to kind of spoil that. But like for me, uh. it on the manga side, it's like I can see her in the key art clearly like when I just go onto the app like she's there in in the key art with the family so it's like i visually uh-huh. knew who she was before i saw her um in terms of her being right an assassin i think i had heard people just cuz that's kind of like the most basic synopsis when people when whenever i saw a synopsis or someone talk about spy family it's just like that kind of comes up so i never really necessarily thought of that as like this reveal that was stolen from me or anything well not necessarily stolen from me but uh 
eh, maybe he's stolen from me. I don't know. They not had that intro or mm-hmm. had I skipped the intro, it would have been a cooler surprise for me hmm. only because, yeah, I mean, I, I went into this as blind as could be. You'd given a brief synopsis, but you never told me about the wife being an assassin or anything like that. So it would have been cool just to have that moment. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's my smallest critique. Sure. For, I, yeah. for episode two. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's fair. The that's, only negative. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I actually watch this with, I, I don't often watch, um, like new anime with uh, my girlfriend, but I pitched the show to her and said that we were watching it for this. And, you know, it's, I thought that she would probably get a kick out of spy family. I think most anime series are probably not something she'd be super interested in, but um, yeah, she, she really enjoyed these, but I I think I did kind of think that uh, when episode two started and the, the OP started and I was like, oh, they're just like putting your here right up opening. in that My girlfriend didn't say anything. I don't think she could have cared less, but that's just kind of the way she is. Uh-huh. Like she could get full like seasons of things spoiled and she probably wouldn't really like <laughs> bat an eye. She's just like a very different watcher of things than you and I. But um, right. I did, I did to your credit i mean i i did think that i think it in my head when it was happening i was like oh because we talk about that sometimes in other shows where the openings like you see yeah, they you, spoil shit you see like, like you see like 10 characters that are like later on in the i, like, I way specifically of, skipped uh the death note opening credits specifically mm. for this reason like i didn't yeah. want any part of that show spoiled for me whatsoever I still haven't seen him. I don't think. Oof! The second Death Note OP, it's it's hot. It's it's one of my favorite OPs. I'll check it out. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's fair enough. Hold on, quick thing. Did yeah. you know? And I just saw this on Twitter recently. Um, in the Netflix adaptation of Death Note, the live action one, where Lakeith Stansfield plays L. Mm, how, how could I they, forget? Yeah. Um, they changed L's name from Laliette to a very famous, like German eugenics person from Nazi, like Nazi times. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, has anyone gone on the record explaining this change? I didn't do any digging. I mean, I saw it and Ooh. I saw like the. Who who's like who, who's like sitting around and being like Laliette, not good enough, you know, not good enough. I think let's name this black guy after <laughs> a German Nazi. Let's do that. That's so weird. And like, yeah, I know. That's not even like L's full name isn't even like canonically released in the anime. Right. Like that's like post information that you have to find out. Like. On your own, on your, you have on to your look own. for it. So yeah, yeah. Not only did they were like, "This is trash, Lolly, it sucks." They were like, "Let's just," it, yeah, they could have just left it out, like in the in the anime. But, but anyways, this is how Netflix got where they are today. Fucking idiots. Yeah, but you, oh man, you know they they should actually th- consider re 
like redoing the English dub for the anime because as we all know, Lakeith Stanfield is a storied anime voiceover artist now. After <laughs> that Yasuke, uh, oh, you throw that Yasuke uh, shade, oh boy! After shots fired. After the damn the top. Yo, what did Lakeith Stansfield do to you? What did he do to you, Nathaniel? <laughs> he made me watch a single episode of. I yes, liked him in other things. Oh yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't say I had a problem. I, damn. I, I just said he's now an anime voiceover artist. Shots. I mean, if you can consider Yasuke anime. It's a Netflix original anime. I mean, that's whatever. true. We we got to start. Yeah, we got to start. Um, we got to start coming down harder on Netflix. Any anime that comes to Netflix is no longer an anime. It's going to be a Netflix original cartoon. Yeah, yeah. That's Netflix it. original cartoon. There was that one. It was like Ten Crooks or a bunch of thieves or something. Oh, people were watching that. Did I, you see that? I didn't see it. I haven't. I can't say I've heard anyone speak about it, but I've seen like mm-hmm. the key art when I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what about Arcane? I mean, Arcane was on there too. Right. People are talking highly about that. Yeah, no. People have spoken very highly of Arcane. It's animated. It's Western made. Mm. And it's it's not even an anime style. Like it's a very unique. If you've ever seen like trailers or clips or anything, it's. I think it's 3D, but it's a very interesting. It, it, it's a very unique kind of animation um, yeah. style that I can't really say I've seen before. But that's a Western thing. Um, it's it's based on League of Legends, I believe, the game. Mm. But okay. But people, to to its credit, people say that it's really like a kind of surface level. Like it's like you don't need to have. It's not some shitty like video game tie-in. It's it's like I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've considered watching it. Hmm. Um, it's a Netflix original. Netflix original cartoon. I mean, for as many billions of dollars and things that they fuck up, they're bound to get like a small handful of things right. Good point. Somewhere along the line. Fair enough. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean. Yeah, Stranger Things season one was good. Mm, I'm I'm all about season whatever season they're on now. That's what I'm uh, all about. Season four part one is going to drop. Ooh, I can't wait for season four part three. Mm, you know it's coming. Season like we need to talk about how season four part threes of shows though that's where that's where <laughs> that's the, where the meat is at. Yeah. If your sh- if your television series doesn't have a season four part three, what are you doing? I don't know. Consider getting another show. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, did you want to? I mean, did you have it, anything else to say? We only right. talked about the first two episodes of Spy Family. Yeah. Before I, we went on our Netflix shit. Right. Tangent. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, just like generally speaking, like since I didn't really get into like my high level thoughts or anything. Um. I. I definitely, I mean, so like when I was first reading it, I I definitely did really, I think I I was first struck by, you touched on it a little bit, but I I think it's a unique kind of like, um, kind of like world setting thing that they do. Cause yeah, it is kind of like, it's kind of like alternate 
history, like 60s mm. Cold War kind of thing. But like everything has different names and it's like it's like not a one to one thing, but um, just like kind of leaning into that classic spy thing, I think is is cool. Um, definitely agree about Anya. Super adorable. Um, and. Yeah, that way, that's how you're going to pronounce name Anya. Anya, excuse me. Thank you. Um, I don't want to get into this right now. Um, I apologize. Anya. Thank um, you. Yeah, no, I, I love, I love the, like, even before your comes in, like, I, I love the Lloyd and Anya dynamic. Like, I love, like, uh, I think there's like two moments I remember where, you know, she, like, there's one where she's like, Papa, can we buy a, like a pistol with a silencer and he's just like yeah we'll check like we'll see if they have them and there's this other moment where she's like can we like i want to live in a castle he's like all right we'll check the listings like just i I just love his just like very earnest just kind of like deadpan yeah like responses to a lot of the things that she says and does but um yeah i i think uh i i guess to like speak a little on like the adaptation, I, I think the adaptation is, is really good. I, I think a lot of the like comedy was like hitting in similar ways that like that the manga was there. There were a few, like nothing specific, but there were a few times where I felt like the comedic pacing of like the manga panels maybe felt to me a little more like like certain comedic timing things felt like it worked a little better for me. Oh, in the manga? Like in the manga a little okay. bit. But overall, I think, um, you know, like in the moment, obviously I was like judging a lot of the the jokes and the comedy and things like seeing my girlfriend's reaction to it. And it seemed like a lot of it was um, working for her. So, and, and it was working for me too. So, yeah, overall, I think based on these three episodes, I would say the 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 comedic moments are seem to be translating pretty well. Um, because co- how do you feel about hmm. the whole your and Lloyd of it all? Are you here for it? Are you because mm-hmm. me personally, like gun to my head, mm-hmm. they might be my favorite anime couple right now. I'm just saying. Really? Um, yeah, the proposal where. Oh, um, yeah, Lloyd yeah. had somehow lost the ring in that shootout, and he was he was still trying to keep his cover as a psychiatrist. Also, I just got to backtrack. Just got to backtrack. The whole thing with uh, Yor is that she's 27, and all the rest of her friends are married off, have children, all that shit, and she is presumed to be single, and that is suspicious because no woman that old should still be single, which is weird. But either way, that gets her to the point where she meets Lloyd, Lloyd meets her, and they both need something from one another. He agrees to meet with her at this party in order to show her friends that she has a boyfriend. When Lloyd finally shows up, it's after he had um, been involved in a spy mission that went south. It was a shootout, his whole fight. He shows up bloody and weary, and he announces himself as yours husband. And he's like, oh, fuck, I mixed up my story and her story. Mm -hmm. And they just had to roll with it. Either way, 
he shows up. Everyone is like, oh, shit, he fine. And there's this woman who's married to a man with like one of the best names in human history, Dominic. I'm just saying, I'm throwing mm. that out there. Um, and she tries to embarrass your by like bringing a platter of like shrimp fried rice or something towards her. And it's, she's like, I'll get her, like, I'll throw this all over her and it's steaming hot. She'll be embarrassed. And as she like trips to throw it at her, your kicks up her leg to uh, throw the tray in the air and then she catches it and one little piece of shrimp falls on the lady's nose, burns it. It's a whole thing. Either way, they leave. And as they're leaving, the people who were chasing after Lloyd, they were still after him. And mm -hmm. it starts this wacky, um, like, like running type um, scene where they're trying to get away from these bad guys. And uh, Lloyd has given the cover as a psychiatrist and why he showed up to uh, the party bloody is because one of his patients <laughs> had a fit. And yeah. Yeah. I, that, that whole sequence, like it's, it's so funny for like a lot of reasons, but to me, like just like having that set up, like that excuse that he gives to your, that his patients are like after him. Yeah. Like that's funny enough, but to me, like, <laughs> Just like later on, like no one says anything, but just they they pull out like machine guns and are just firing. Yes, and and yes. just like that's that that's like an extra bit of comedy that doesn't require any punchline. It's just like the fact that now his patients are just open firing with machine guns on him. Yeah, because it's, he excused the fact like he he beat the shit out of one of his patients, his quote unquote patients. Yeah, and uh, yours just like uh, you hurt him pretty badly. Is that all right? And uh, Lloyd he shrugs it off. He's like, oh yeah, it's just like this new unconscious therapy. Like it's fine. It's good. <laughs> and yeah, of course, like you said, they bring out uh, machine guns and start shooting. But Yor doesn't ask about that. And of course, she doesn't ask about the fact that. Lloyd pulls the pin from a grenade <laughs> and chucks it at yeah. uh, his quote unquote patients and then puts the pin ring over uh, yours ring finger and proposes marriage. Uh, yeah, that whole scene right there. I was just like, this is some wacky bullshit, but I'm here for it. I mm -hmm. love it. They're both lying to one another um, because your she's the thorn princess who assassinates people left and right with. Uh, zero regard like she's given um her her uh, marching orders by someone called the shoe keeper and lloyd he's given what's the name of his organization uh, i believe it's called wise wise okay wise right, i yeah. think so yeah yeah okay so they both have like separate sort of um like um like governing factions and i was gonna say that because they in in the opening of episode two they sort of touch upon that there's two warring factions i was thinking that maybe um your was an assassin for the other side but they mm. didn't they never like said anything like that. Or no that was in episode three but still they never said that she was an assassin for the other side and I don't know if that's going to come out later or anything. I hope it doesn't because that can break up a marriage. Mm -hmm. But either way, I enjoyed the fact that um, 
that they both have these secrets from one another and they're doing a shit job keeping them, I think. Mm-hmm. And the only one who's aware of both secrets is little Anya because mm-hmm. she can read both of their minds. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I love with Lloyd specifically just like all these little moments of him, like he, he just is constantly finding himself like slacking and he, he's, yeah. he's like, Oh, I'm getting it. Like, I can't believe I fell asleep in front of someone like York comes into the store and like, he doesn't hear her. Well, but, I mean, that's, I mean, that's more just because she's, she's an, assassin. an expert she assassin. To, yeah. Step lightly. Yeah. But, but yeah, just there being a lot of other moments like that for him where he's, Settling, he's becoming a dad. Right. He's going right. to start breaking out the dad jokes in a couple episodes, probably. I'm sure. I mean, they were making a hot cocoa for Anya, and they're like, I don't know. they That whole family. I love it. The mm-hmm. whole spy family. The fact that they were having like a nice day out at the park, and Yor sees someone get mugged, and she fucking jumps into action. And then she missed, like, she can't catch up to the guy in time. Mm-hmm. And Lloyd and Anya, they're like, Lloyd's looking for the guy with Anya. And Anya spots him, but she doesn't want to let on that she knows who the guy is. So she, she merely points and she's like, I want ice cream, and points in front of the ice cream shop where the uh, the mugger is like walking in front of. And that brings the person to Lloyd's attention. And then he springs into action. And it's this cool family where everyone's keeping these secrets and no one's telling the whole truth or like even half of the truth. It's just, it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And yeah, I mean, I, I'm really like, not that much farther. So like a lot of these things, I don't know. Like I'm pretty much on the same page. Like I I don't know how a lot of this is going to play out in terms of like the larger narrative of it, because I mean, yeah, the interesting thing about spy family, it it's, it definitely feels like it's being set up as it's not just a, Oh, week to week, um, slice of life comedy where it, there's kind of a little reset button hit like every mm-hmm. week. Like it, it feels like it is going to be moving forward with like oh, definitely. an overall kind of plot, you know, around his mission and Anya getting into uh, Eden Academy and, you know, everyone has a secret. So we're all going to be like waiting to see like if these things come out, like what complicated. Yeah, it feels like there's so much room for like complications to come into everything. Um yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm glad you're into well, it sounds like a lot of people watching the anime are into it, so Oh yeah. No, it's it's a fun ride. Um I can't wait to show my girlfriend the show because I feel like she'll dig it too. It's just it's very cute. And it's also fun mm-hmm. and they have the action thrown in there too. So there's something for everybody in this. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think your girlfriend will love it too, just cause yeah. Uh, when, when we watched it together, yeah, my girlfriend was, uh, super into it. She was, mm-hmm. she was like, I was like, Hey, so do you want to finally sit down and watch that show? And she was like, yeah, I guess so. Hmm. And then like after the first episode, she was like, all right, let's go. Like <laughs> next episode two let's go so dope dope so yeah we i think finally have a new weekly show 
Yeah, um, but will it lend itself? I yeah, like, it's it'll be should we it'll be hard. I mean, it's not. I don't know. Yeah, there, there, there's not many things that are Attack on Titan where there's all this shit right. to talk about with each episode. So I don't know. We can play it by ear, but hmm. yeah, each new episode, I don't know like how big the conversation will necessarily be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see, I guess. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, now's the time we're rolling into our final. <sighs> yeah. Final thing weeks in the making. I yes. can't say I remember <laughs> like every little detail, uh, because I, we took a little, hiatus like two week hiatus from the podcast um and that was about the time that i finished up season two of fruits basket Mm. so in anime years much like in animal years this was like 13 or 14 years ago true that that i finished this i how i mean what has your experience been like? Did no, you just, did you rewatch anything? I wa- or? No, no, I didn't rewatch anything. Yeah. Primarily because season two left me completely unaffected. I, mm. It as hyped as I was for the end of season yeah. one, what it's equal to how low my um, feelings were for all of season two for the most part. There mm. wasn't much there for me, and it's only now that I'm sort of wondering like. The only like I'm wondering what they could do to win me back, and I guess the only thing they could do is get Kyo and Toru together. Because other than that, like I don't care about anything else really. Like season two felt like they were spinning their wheels. The mm-hmm. only reveal we got was the gender of Akito, and that came in like the last couple minutes of the final episode of season two. Other than that, what did we get? Uh, um. We got the incredible romance between Akito's little bitch boy and the blonde best friend. But we didn't. Yeah. We got the start I, of something yeah. and then the kind no, of No, yeah, I I agree, I think, for the most part. I don't know that I was like I guess I just felt more so just kind of like I was just there kind of watching things happen. I, I do think that with rare exception, a lot of just the general Soma happenings uh-huh. with all the other characters, for the most part, I just am not like incredibly affected by. Right. Um, I think with, like I said, rare exception, like I do like, uh, I'm, I have a character list in front of me because I forget. Uh, Reen? Yeah, Reen and her blonde, uh, silver-haired Haru. boy toy. Um, or no, Haru. Ha- yeah, Haru. Like, Haru. I, I, I like yeah. the two of them, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It felt like an extra amount of time was being spent on them in season two, especially part two of season mm. two. Because I think when we talked about the first half, it was like, I think we were talking about how there were, there was like a few interesting things when they were on their like early on in their like beach vacation between Kyo and Toru. But like in part two, I don't recall there being 
much of anything of consequence no. In their relationship, we we got tons of fucking Yuki and his little uh, like club, his little club and, yeah. and those characters. Uh, those fucking people that like they they were of no consequence. They were it they were teased yeah. at the end of episode or at the end of uh season one as being like these new mysterious characters, and then season two hits and they're just regular ass people. <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, it was I, annoying. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm. I think it's fine that because it seems like they went through all of that just to get this quiet girl who I'm forgetting her name, just to have her be this like, okay, we're propping her up to be Yuki's girl. But it's like, I just don't know that the time invested to get there, I, I gave a shit about. Like, I really don't, unfortunately, care at all about these, um, this school whatever they are i don't even know uh they're the student government the student government right yeah um yeah i just like don't really care i i I definitely felt in the second half of season two and i guess most of season two it just toru just felt like she didn't have a ton anything to do she had nothing to do she had yeah she had like a couple little moments mostly between like akito yeah and her but yeah, this whole Akito thing, I don't know. I'm not incredibly compelled by Akito's I mean, Yeah, we find thing. out like why the Somas are so compelled to Akito, and that's fine, but I don't know. It it left me wanting so much more mm-hmm. because Akito's seen as like this huge driving force to keep all the somas together but for the most part i mean they do what they want except for when she calls and she's like hey come back and they're like okay we got to go because akito says but for the most part they're left to their own devices it just didn't Mm -hmm. seem as though she had such a pull over them like not not that it was really i mean it seemed like it was so much more in season one like akito was like this looming figure the shadowy figure and then you get to season two and while Akito is still like, there's a presence there, for the most part, people are doing what they want to do, especially Kyo. I mean, there was that really tense moment in season two where Akito is telling Kyo, like, you'll never be able to beat Yuki. And if you if you don't, like, you're mine before graduation and all this other shit. But... He's left to his own devices for most of the season. It just seems like she's like a non-factor. And then you get the, I forget his name, but the guy who had the infatuation with um, Uo-chan, Toru's blonde friend, you find out that he's been able to block the curse or get rid of the curse. So Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It season two was like, it's a no for me, dog. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely agree with what you said about the Akito stuff. It like her whole plan. Cause like her master plan is to like get them all back into the estate. But I'm sure. like, but I'm like, you could, even if that happened somehow, they could still like go out for things in the world 
right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like the the holdover that Akito has on everyone and like how much they have to like obey her. Yeah, it just like the stakes of that don't seem incredibly compelling to me. And on some level, I appreciate that this is like, it's, you know, trying to explore this like, all these extra things on top of like the romance. But I think I said this in a previous episode of the podcast where maybe the just for me personally, if there's even a hint of romance, not a hint of romance, but if generally we're saying this is like, we're going to be exploring a romance story. Uh-huh. I want that to be explored so much more than it is being explored. Right. Like it, we're getting, we're getting crumbs at best yeah. with, with and Yuki, not Yuki, but um, Kyo and Toru. Yeah, yeah. And, and I just like I fear with only one season left to finish everything and a shorter season. Yeah. So yeah. there's going to be like we have like twelve episodes left. I just feel like after two big seasons, like not much of anything. Has, so it's like, what are we going to do? Like they're just going to get to a point where they're like, I want to be with you. Yeah, me too. Like well, I just that's don't. The thing. I sort of feel like, and I'm sorry uh, to interrupt, but I'm, I, I was just going to say, it sort of feels as though we're being told by everyone else how Toru and Kyo feel. I mean, mm. we know how Kyo feels, but we're being told by Yuki, like by Rin, by all these other like ancillary characters, like, oh, I see the way Toru looks at him. Oh, I see the way Kyo mm. looks at her. Like we're we've seen so much of that to the point where, when it finally does happen, I mean, we all want it to happen at this point. And when it does happen, we'll just be like, well, finally, yeah. I mean, we knew this in season one. I don't know. It just feels it feels like show me, don't tell me. But all they're mm. doing is telling me instead of showing me. Like I I see how Kyo feels. I see all of that. I don't necessarily see that from Toru's standpoint. Yeah, because Toru, Toru is just so. I mean, in in the romance department, she feels very passive. Like we've seen her go out of her way to yes. make these bold moves. Like she confronts Akito and she does these other things, but it's like when it comes to Kyo and just any sort of romantic exploration, she just feels like she's like, ah, ah, and she just like yeah. can't do or say anything, uh, which is definitely frustrating. Like, I just want to see more at this more conviction. Yeah. At this point, it's like, we're more than halfway done with the entire story. And it's just like, like you said, it's obvious to everyone that it's like Kyo and Toru but it's like, what have I really seen? Right. It uh, the- Aside from the end of season one, aside from right. that, and like a few moments in season two, I haven't seen much, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I see it's- Kyo making the, like making the effort, not so much Toru. Yeah, it, it's sort of like every time we get something with them, especially like, you know, in season two, it's like, all we're really seeing is that, oh, Kyo's very comfortable around her now. Yeah. And he can like he can let, let his guard down. Yeah, he can let his guard down and he smiles and it's like, that's great. But like, how is, how, and that's good for him. Like, that's, that's a lot of 
growth but for toru like she's always smiling and she's always happy towards everyone right. yeah so it's like she doesn't really treat kyo that much differently it doesn't feel no like but yeah. but according to yuki he see like you have oh, these yeah. soliloquies where he's like i see the way she looks at him it, it's different and i'm like yeah how? i mean that's bullshit if you just dropped anyone in without any context like you'd think that toru's in love with everyone or could be in love with everyone because she just treats me she treats everyone the exact same and i just yeah yeah other than that moment in the season one kind of finale where she like really runs after him and tries to be there for him like other than that yeah it's just i just want more ro- <laughs> i want more romance in this romance uh story yeah, um, that's what I, I was going to say earlier was that I was left wanting so much in season two that season three just needs to be wall to wall, just like Kyo and Toru. Like it needs to be them really exploring what they mean to each other. But there's no way that it's going to be that because we haven't gotten that before. I don't think we're going to get that now. And you have to close out all these other stories. You have to close out 12 other somas you know, or 11 mm-hmm. other somas. And then you have to, I don't know. It, I just don't see it happening. Um, yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd be so curious once we finish, I don't know how much exploration you've done into it, but I know it's kind of, I know it's a beloved well, series. So I want to just know like the way what, people talk about it. I have to imagine season three gave everyone what they wanted, but hmm. what does that necessarily mean? I don't know that they were looking at it with such a harsh lens. Like we are, I don't know that people were necessarily critiquing it the way that we are. So again, it, it all has to do with preference and taste. I just don't, I, I can't say for sure that we're going to be left with such a positive review of the overall fruits basket that most people were, because this is all I was hearing about for a while. People were, they wouldn't shut the fuck up about fruits basket. I was hearing about it so much, Mm. but I can't say that we're going to walk away from it the same way. And I could be wrong. They, I mean, it could start out with season three and Toru like makes her proclamation for Kyo, but I have a feeling because the way this series has been played out so far that we won't see anything happen with them until the final episode. And then you yeah. got the whole thing with the with the hat, with the hat. The whole hat. Yeah, hat. I I'm the done hat with gate. I'm done with the hat. I don't want to hear about the hat again. Um Yeah, so Kyo still or no, wait, Yuki took the hat from Kyo after Kyo dropped it, but uh Kyo didn't want it back from Yuki, and then Toru was lost and ran away from home, kind of, or got stranded from her mother, and Yuki, like, led her back home and gave her the hat. It's a whole thing. It's very yeah. convoluted. Um, Right. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, I, I think my biggest fear right now is that because it seemed it's at least with Toru, at least with Toru, like it just feels like um, Fruits Basket is just treating it with such like a wholesome care that like I worry that the only thing we're gonna get or like the biggest thing we're gonna get 
is just this kind of like verbal proclamation of something. Mm. And like, we're just not going to like see anything or it'll just be something like super corny. Like I'm going to marry you one day. And then she's like, yeah, we're together, you know, like just some weird, like hyper wholesome thing. I don't know. Does that kind of make sense? Like that's, that's sort of my, that's sort of my fear that that's like what we're definitely going to get and that we're not going to see them like, I don't know. Yeah. Like not going to see them embrace or like really show affection in any real way. (sighs) I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I know oh, some great. stuff. So yeah, I mean, I was looking, I was looking shit up, and there's a YouTube thing, but it is what it is. Mm. I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. Yeah. Um. All all I will say is we see him fuck. <laughs> but nothing else. I'm not gonna say anything else. Okay, great. That's like the final scene. Yeah. Um, no, it opens up season three. Him rock. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, I'd, I'd I, love to see I, it. I, I'd, I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll, so uh, yeah, I guess w- w- since it's a shorter season, we'll just kind of like have the full conclusion. Yeah. Next, next episode, next podcast episode. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I just to go over everything like season one, how did you feel about this series? I felt just. Yeah, yeah. Seasonal. I, I felt quite good and optimistic about it. Yeah. Um, I I still think that I remember having these sa- like similar feelings, and that I think pretty early on I said that I wanted there to be more romance. Like I just wasn't getting. I was surprised. I think more of what I said was I was surprised that they're like we weren't getting as much explicit romance and that they were like heavily leaning into the whole Toru or the, uh, the whole Soma Uh clan clan of it all and all that. But I think there were a lot of highs, especially the, the finale. And, um, I did initially generally really enjoy seeing these different Soma family members and everything. But at this point, it just right. it, it feels too tipped in in the Soma family, yeah. like the Soma clan favor. And it feels yeah. like Toru and Kyo, it's just they're off in some other place. And we're just getting like it's like the Soma clan show now. I agree. Um I agree. So season one, I was definitely feeling optimistic, and season two, it's just sort of been like a uh. more of a middling. I don't know if I'm as down on it as you, but I'm I'm very middling to unaffected by. It. I'm just sort of like okay, yeah. Um, I will I will say. I mean, I feel like I was higher on season one than you were, especially with yeah. the ending of it all. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, I was hyped going into season two, and that hype just it could not be sustained with what we got in season two. But mm-hmm. given the fan reaction, I feel like of season three hopefully I will be rewarded. Like mm-hmm. uh, that's all I'm holding out for right now, but right. Um, <sighs> yeah. So yeah, I don't, I, I was just thinking about um, trying to like think of, I don't know if you have any ideas for like the next thing to kind of potentially delve into. Um, 
But I I have I have something potentially. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. Now's so, the time. So I don't know if you have any familiarity with this uh, series, but it has one season of an anime adaptation. Twelve oh boy. Twelve episodes. I think. Oh, it's gonna be shit. It's gonna be straight doo doo. Um, what is it? Tell me what it is. But so since we're talking about romance stuff, oh god, I don't. What? What do you think it's going to nope, be? Nope, nope, nope. Just you, you give see, it to me. You seem to have I, some sort no, of... No, I'm just worried. I'm worried. I'm just worried. About what? I'm just worried. Just give, give me what you got. We've got... Give me what you got. We've gotten into... We, we, you, you like certain romance things that we've watched. What are you worried about? I think I've, I've liked most of them, but I don't know. The straw's got to... Like, like, there's got to be a nail in the coffin eventually. Just give me what you got. Okay. Throw it at me. So... It's Kaguya-sama Love is War. Have you heard of it? I'm guessing you haven't by your facial expression. Uh, no, I think I have, but keep going. Keep okay, going. so I don't have a lot of experience with it. I, I've start, I actually started the manga recently. I only read like a chapter or two, but it, I found it very intriguing. But essentially, um, yeah, it's this kind of beloved manga, romance manga, but... It's a romance manga with a twist. It's essentially, I the premise is sort of it takes place in this like elite academy for like extremely intelligent students, and like the two there's like the the two highest like ranked students is this girl and this guy, and they basically both come to the conclusion that they're the most highly sought after in their class and they're both extremely attractive. So they both think like the other person surely wants to be with me um, because why wouldn't they? And they're so full of pride that they like refuse to admit this to the other person. So, Mm -hmm. so it essentially it's like this, you know, war, uh, pardon the pun between them to like get, like they want the other person to admit their their feelings before the other one so it's sort of like a romance comedy psychological sort of thing okay so i had heard of this only because it was suggested for me by hulu not too long ago Mm. uh i haven't watched it yet but yeah Mm -hmm. so 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 yeah like i said i i only just briefly skimmed the surface of the manga i know people speak very highly of the manga um, I do remember people talking about it when it was airing, um, which was, I guess, when did the anime come out? Uh, 2019. I remember people hmm. talking about it a lot. I don't know. I really don't know if like, I think people seem to like the adaptation. So I'm I'm assuming it's of a similar quality to the manga, but um, I mean, we've been doing a lot of romance lately s- stuff, so we don't True. have to get into this, but it, it was, no, some, it's fine. It's, you know, um, it's just something that came to mind. Okay. Um, but if you, if you have, if you've been thinking about something else. No, I haven't. I mean, the only other thing, um, and we had touched upon it briefly was, the whole uh, Dragon Ball Super of it all was mm. just the first few episodes of that. Uh, we can come back to 
review that only because you weren't a fan of DBZ. Mm. It's fine. <laughs> it's neither here nor there. It's okay. over your head. I get it. Yeah. But DBS, it's a little bit more lowbrow. Maybe you'll appreciate it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's more <laughs> came out uh, in 2018 and 2019. <laughs> so th- they won't have like the old school shonen <laughs> shit from DBZ where it takes uh-huh. 34 episodes for someone to throw a punch or I just, for what? I just need things. I just need things a little simpler. You know, I know Dragon, I know, Dragon I know. Ball Z was like I was it's, reading War and Peace, basically. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. It's what. dense, man. It's dense. I know. I know. But I'm Dragon not, Ball Super yeah. is basically hop on top. It's <laughs> I just I just it's Seuss in the Shonen. World. Honestly, I just want something I can kind of turn my brain off and just kind of like mindlessly. Hey, well, that's what DBS it. is. So, OK, yeah, great. maybe. Yeah, maybe we can. I'm going to I'm going to love it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fire up a spliff like just get get zoned out um yeah maybe we can watch like five episodes of dbs it's more contemporary so yeah it it might be a little bit easier to digest and if it isn't if you're just like no still shit fine that's great we'll we'll find something else but i will say sir that we ain't got much left to to really explore i mean I guess we could try. I don't know. I don't know. Are you in all of anime or what do you mean? Well, what I mean is like, as far as like shows to really like dive into that have a storied history. The only other things I can really think of are things, things that I swore that I would never get into. Like what? One piece, one punch (laughs) man. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Why? Hold on. What, what is this? uh, One punch man thing that you have? Why, why did you swear against that? Look, it, it presumes excellence. Like there's just like, wait, what? I get it. I get his whole thing. All right. I understand what he's about. Wait, who, wait, what presumes the show itself? Presumes. Yeah. The fandom, the fandom excellence. And I'm just not here for it. It's like when I come at you and I'm like, oh, demon slayer, this demon slayer, that you're just like, okay. "Eh." Fair. Yeah. Okay. I, when I, people come I at see me with, with one piece or with one punch, man, I'm just like, <laughs> nah, nah, man. Nah. So, I mean, what? He's got a super big punch and that's his thing. And yeah, that's his thing. I got it. I get it. I don't need any more. Hmm. Yeah. Ball headed motherfucker. Okay. I. <laughs> I'll, look, I'll, I'll say that I. I think you're presuming a few things, but I I'm presuming I I don't know. I I get it. I get I totally get being poisoned by the fandom. The the fandom. I get it. It's happened to me. It's happened to the best of us. So I can't fault you on that too much. And I think that it's probably for the best that you just don't get into it because because uh while season one, the adaptation yes, that's an, yeah, that's was something else. Yeah. Very good. The following I, seasons. I I hear what I mm. hear. You've told me this that, several times. Is that season two was done poorly. I am not 
fully caught up, but I am caught up with the manga far past season two. Um, and I can say that the, the manga is uh, really great. So I, I haven't watched the anime. I've heard not good things about it. So I think for that sake alone, um, it's yeah, we're going to find ourselves in like a promised Neverland territory yeah. where season one was good, but season two straight turds. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, I mean, just for that alone, I'd say, you know what? Fair enough. I, I still think that I think that your impression of it, if you can get past Are you getting this kickbacks from big one punch, man, what's going on over here? No, because I remember. OK, so I got into it early enough to where I preceded the like toxicity of mm. what you're getting. So I can't say so I didn't go into it with that. But I do remember having that thought of like what am i supposed to get out of this it's a guy who can punch everything once i i had that thought and i thought how this is seems like it's going to be boring and just i like it's a gimmick um so i get having that state of mind hmm. about it um i don't think that state of mind like holds up once you like give it a shot but Again, the best you'd ever get out of it is a one-off season because I think season two is not worth it. Probably. I, I haven't watched it, but... I mean, if anything, I mean, why aren't we watching uh, Black Clover, Nathaniel? It's got magic. It's got sorcery. It's got mm-hmm. creatures and different factions. Right. But it didn't strike your fancy, uh, sir. Sure. The fans but, love it. All right. Oh, so, fine. One Punch Man's off the table for you. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh it's, you know, that's like 12 episodes or however many that was compared to like one pieces, you know, 900. So yeah, I can't. it's yeah, like no. one plus one, uh, one piece is certainly much more of a, a task investment it's an endeavor. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's like Naruto is a show I've heard of called Naruto. <sighs> Don't know anything about it, but I hear it's. Definitely pronounced Naruto. Um, yeah, yeah. If anything that you guys can take away from this podcast, it's correct pron- uh, pronunciation of Naruto. Yeah, um, I, I, I gave my nephew my word almost a year ago that I would start the show. Mm-hmm. Haven't yet. I, right. So my concern with Naruto is that I feel strongly that I'm not going to like it, but that's just uh just my gut i'm not really like i don't know like how much i have to back that up i mean i have countless hours of hearing people talk about it um all i know is like there's there's one there's so many episodes of it that it's like an arduous task but i also i hear there's there's a obscene amount of filler is what i hear yeah there's that and then there's also the fact that there's like another adaptation of it like maybe a sequel series that's way better than the initial series. Oh, is that like Naruto Shippuden? I think so. And the fact is that like you can't watch one without the other. And that's my problem with it. (sighs) Yeah. And I, I always assumed that I would just put on Naruto like, and just like blast through all of it because you know how I do. I can, I can Mm -hmm. binge. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking I would do at some point. Right. I I think that 
I mean, I definitely would take, I would listen to your word on it if you started it and felt strongly that I would get something out of it. Um, but I, I think- I thought you'd get something out of Demon Slayer and you shit on that constantly, I, so. I, I didn't, uh, okay, we're, we're leaving the, we, we're, we can't get into that now, but- uh, <laughs> But yeah, so when it comes to Naruto, I, I I think what I feel my gut tells me is very similar to kind of, in a way, the whole the Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball yeah, of it yeah. all, where you just it, had to be there. It feels like yeah, it's Naruto. I my gut tells me it's a time and place thing that I wasn't there in the time and place, and if I come to it now with twenty twenty two eyes, it's but you not enjoy gonna, Bleach, right? Well, the manga. Specifically. Okay, because the anime was ass cheeks for me. Right. I don't think I ever I, said it on podcast, but I hated it for the most part. Sure. Um, yeah, and I really didn't. I, I mean, I didn't watch the anime. I exclusively read the manga, and I <sighs> I feel like Big piece of shit. The manga. There's a lot of things I didn't love, but there were parts of it that I did, and the manga was fast enough for me to just breeze through that. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't bother me people they like name their firstborn after bleach like they are still ten toes to the ground about bleach out here in the streets for the, and i can't for the believe an, it for the anime for the anime Nathaniel. yeah I, I mean i can't i can't stand by that i i i, I haven't seen it it doesn't look so you wait, 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 wait you never watched any episodes of the anime just bits and pieces like little oh my god scenes i want i i tuned in i can't a, believe i suffered through that i tuned in a couple times if you're just reading the manga i can't believe that i watched it i i had no idea if i had known that whilst watching i think i would watch like recap videos or something instead well i i, I don't know oh, i mean shit. i i watch i watched all of dbz on like oh, no no yeah no i'm just saying no. Well, no 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 i was gonna say i mean yes for one i did watch it but i did watch it on two times speed all of dbz Damn, that's smart. Because I could not be bothered to sit through the well, full length I mean, episode. I mean, that's, yeah. So that's I can't, your catchphrase. I, I can't fault you for wanting to watch recap videos, but- Nathaniel Groffalo quoted as saying, DBZ, question but, mark, but hey, be bothered. But hey, look, uh, am I the bigger man for not like explicitly shitting all over DBZ? Maybe. You don't need the to. The DBZ anime. I understand oh, the okay. shortcomings of DBZ. Okay. You don't need to. I'm a fan of it. And I can even say like, <laughs> yo, it takes 34 episodes for them to finish a sentence yeah. or for someone to power well, up. Like, it's shit. Yeah. I well, know that. Yeah. And I mean, I can say that I, I would I, like, I haven't. I think since we stopped covering Bleach, I got a little bit further and then haven't gotten back to it yet. I, I would like to, but I, I guess you could classify me as a fan of Bleach, but I recognize yeah. like the mo like the source material has a lot of problems. The anime though, I bet if I watched just the anime, I would have um, felt the same as you. Yeah, I didn't um, care for it personally. Un un but unlike something like hunter hunter though where i didn't enjoy oh, hunter I, x hunter hunter x hunter i didn't enjoy the source material either <laughs> and so you didn't so, enjoy them so that was yeah, like yeah. a situation where i just felt like the whole thing from top to bottom wasn't for me whereas i feel like if you're gonna experience bleach like you might like you gotta read the manga i think hmm. 
I think it's more palatable. Um, but of the Trust. of the big three, um, I feel like Bleach or I feel like uh, Naruto would. I would appreciate the least probably. Wow. That's just my gut. I still wow. haven't really, I haven't really gotten into one piece. I've read I some, mean, I've read, I've read some of it, but I haven't gotten far enough to really have like an opinion. Maybe we should like try the whole Naruto of it all. Just like, uh, but like a filler free edition. Mm. Um, but that's something that we should definitely like dive into. Maybe. <sighs> yeah. There, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I could be into definitely giving it a try. I don't, I can't commit to anything without getting a sense of it. But um, the, the, the one other, I think we've must have talked about it before. I can't remember if you have like a hard stance on it or not. But like the one other, off the top of my head, like storied series, is um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Ugh. That's my stance. Ugh. So what I I mean I've have no opinion on it because I haven't seen it. But what what is it is that the fandom thing again or what is it about that? I was in high school when it was coming out mm. and I just didn't like the the vibe of the people who are watching it. <laughs> same same goes from for Naruto. Back, from back in high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From back in high school. Um, but you're look, so, man. but so you're willing to give Naruto a shot? Yes, only because I know, like, with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, or even just regular Full Metal Alchemist, I had seen bits and pieces, never like a full episode or anything. Mm. But I saw enough to know <laughs> it wasn't for me. And okay. Like I got, I got it. All right, I got the oh, whole you vibe. Got it. Like the vibes, the vibes were there, Nathaniel, and I okay. they weren't for me. All right, huh? Okay. Uh, what? Yeah, I mean, we're grasping at straws here. You're talking Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood right I, now. Yeah, I'm not saying we're not going to watch it and shit all over, it, but at least we'd mm. ha we'd have a fucking opinion. At least we can come to the table. True, and but if someone starts talking many about episodes, are we going to watch before we give very, our opinion? It's not very long, I don't think. Either way. That's still time wasted, my friend. And I'm willing to give it time that wasted. Time. We're, we're, we're <laughs> thinking about jumping into 500 fucking episodes of Naruto here. Okay, don't talk to me about time <laughs> wasted. How many hundreds of episodes did we did I watch I know, at two times speed of Dragon Ball Z? Well, then only 50, I, I guess, because <laughs> it was two times speed. I wish Fair I enough. had that foresight when I watched JoJo's. But either way, I, 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 I concede that all of these are worth giving a shot only so that only in mm. so much as we can say that we've at least tried. So if you want to do like a platter, if you want to do an anime smorgasbord mm. of Naruto, of uh, Full Metal Alchemist <laughs> oh, Brotherhood, if you want to do like five episodes a piece and we come back with some sort of review, I'm here for that. Mm. If you want to like, um, if you don't want to do that in next man. episode, we just cover one episode of Spy Family um what is that other one love and war uh in hip-hop what is it Ka kageyosama love is war kageyosama love is war and then like the a few episodes of or you know what yeah oh yeah no i don't know maybe what i mean there there's like 
I don't know. Well, I, I can like come up with other series that aren't like these old fucking um, series that have all this fucking baggage attached to them. Maybe it's important that we cover the series with oh, yeah. a lot of baggage attached. Well, that's fine. It just feels like half of them you would can't because of these. I was in the trenches. You don't get it. I was there. You weren't there, Nathaniel. You were still in junior high. I was in high school watching little fuckers with their Naruto headbands I, walk down the I halls. Didn't, I was watching fuckers do I the little these, Naruto run. Uh, yeah, I had these people too. I, and I there was I, a girl. I freaking my first my first legitimate quote unquote girlfriend was, was she a big Inuyasha fan? Every, the whole thing yeah everything oh and, and she was in love with bleach too like she was mm. like one of these well, like damn, OG, where's she at now i don't know but she was one of these like og fucking weebs before mm. weeb was a fucking thing uh so i could easily come to the table and be like look i knew this fucking person she's like my first girlfriend i don't want anything to do with any of this shit i've got trauma attached to these shonens all right no i'm willing to give them a try I'm hmm. willing to give them a try. Oh, I mean, okay. yeah. Um, I mean, fair enough. There, there is uh There's this. Uh, all right. I don't know how much, how much longer we want to talk about all the like potential series to watch, but there is a series that does have an anime adaptation. It's like this legendary manga, but there is an anime adaptation. What's it called? So it's called Monster. Um, I have tried. It's not that there's nothing wrong with it. I there's nothing wrong with it at all. I've but I've just tried to get into the manga multiple times, and hmm. it's not that I can't. It's just that like it's not hitting at the right time, and I want an excuse. What? I just typed it into Google. And it said how TikTok turned this old horror anime into a new hit. So Gen Z is all about it. They're all I, over TikTok. I have, not, I have not seen that on TikTok. It's not on TikTok. Oh, you're on TikTok? Uh, it's just not on TikTok. I know for a fact. <laughs> what do you mean it's not on TikTok? It's not. I just typed it in and just said. Okay. Fuck Gen Z. It doesn't matter. I have. Oh, whoa. They're, they're a target demo. What are you doing? Sorry, guys. You're taking bread out of my children's mouths right now. All right. But I'm okay. Where is it streaming? Fair enough. Where is it streaming? Well, it's on that one website. Which one? Netflix? No, the other one. The one that's Hulu? off. The one that's off the grid. Oh, I don't know. Okay. It, it might be somewhere elsewhere, but at least it's here. Um, part 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 of the thing, though, I think with me and the manga is like it's like really hard to find without buying it. Which I guess I could just buy the mm. whole thing somewhere, but. Just online, there's like no good scans of it. So the quality hmm. of the manga, at least that I've ever seen online, is like very low. So that's part of the reason. Um, but I just overall, I just want an excuse to like finally watch it and just or read it or whatever and just get through it. So okay. I can finally, but it's a bit longer. So we don't need to get to this now, but I'm just saying that's a potential one that. I would list. that I would be interested in. Um, okay. And then of course, all of sword art online. We <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker right here. No. 
sort of. JK, like, folks. You um, out of here with that one. Um, um, yeah, but all right. Anyways, look. So which are we doing next? I mean, Dragon Ball I, Super, that's already on the plate. That's on our sure. plate already. Dra- Dragon Ball Super, Fruits Basket final season. Take some brain pills before you watch Dragon Ball Super. Sure. Take a little Adderall, some uh, Ritalin, do whatever you have to do to focus up. I don't want it going over your head. But we're doing Dragon Ball Super, a few episodes, like five. All the Fruits Basket. And then what do we want to do? Naruto or Fullmetal Alchemist? I'll throw that to you. Um, well, so do you want to hold Kaguya-sama? Do you want to do one of these OG series first? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll get to Kaguya-sama. Um, and we can, like, bank some Spy Family episodes. Okay. Uh, full Metal or... Well, hold on. Let me see. I'm going to see how long Full Metal Alchemist is. Now, are we doing Full Metal Alchemist or Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Because Brotherhood, Brotherhood came after. Yeah, but everyone says that Brotherhood is the more faithful adaptation. Like, apparently the okay. first one, there was all these things that were changed. Okay, so Full Metal mm. Alchemist Brotherhood is 64 episodes, so it's a lot shorter than Naruto's 500. <laughs> Five hundred, hundred. Okay, yeah. Uh, what it is. So, but you know, we're giving it a shot. It doesn't mean we're going to do all sixty-four. Sure, sure, sure. We we can do like I don't know what 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 you want to say is like five, five, first five, and if we end on five and there's like shit popping off, we can always shoot that text to the other person and be like, "Yo, we got to go to seven or whatnot," you know. If shit's popping off on five and we're like, oh, we got to keep watching. That? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. I mean, we'll actually have content for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that we didn't have content for this week, but it was it was sparse. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're like just past the two hour mark, but. Uh, but we are we are entertainers. That's what True. we do. We vamp. You know, we've been at this for years, Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. I I don't feel like the people at home, they really understand that we are we are legends um, in our own minds and in the podcasting realm. Maybe we're not recognized as such, but we've been at this for so long. This is second hat. I mean, we came to the table not having much to talk about. And here we are past two hour mark. You know, I was worried, but little did I know that we'd get here. Hmm. 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 Um. Okay. Well, that sounds like a plan. All right, plan it is for Fuck next it. for next week. Yeah. So, <clears throat> wasteland anime next week. We're coming at you with fruit basket, fruits basket season three. Like a whole like a Final whole kitten caboodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna talk about Kyo. We're gonna talk about Taru. We're gonna talk about Yuki. Little bitch ass rat. Uh, we're gonna get in all of it. We're going to talk uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. First five episodes, maybe more, depending on how we're feeling. We're going to talk first five episodes of Dragon Ball Super Season 1. Uh, we're... and uh, No, that's it, right? That's it. I think so. I was, I was, yeah, I was going to say something else, but no, that's it. That's what we're going to be coming t- like to your earlobes with next episode. So please, 
rate and review, subscribe, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, uh, Anchor, wherever you guys get your podcast, shout us out, let us know, share with your friends, tell your family. We're here. We're Wasteland Anime. Thank you for listening. Until Goodbye. next time, guys, we're out of here. <laughs>